So the Japanese edition has one uh, one space punch hyphen man. The English edition, which is what Wikipedia uses for its article title, is one hyphen punch man. That is very inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, I mean the English one is obviously grammatically correct, but I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to be grammatically incorrect with the title, and they just like convinced one that you don't know how to speak in English. Do they not use hyphens in Japanese? This has never occurred to me before, but now I wonder. I don't know. Welcome back to Mugging Your Ears. My name is Corey. Helen and April are with me. Hi, everybody. hey And we are here to talk about some manga again. Uh, coincidentally, the first title here is called Go For It Nakamura Again. Go For It Again Nakamura. Um, I don't know. There's a little word bubble next to it in the title. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we talked about... Go for it, Nakamura, the first one. At some point, I'm looking through my files and I can't see it immediately, but uh, it exists. Search the website. Um, and then the newer series... It was definitely a couple of years ago at this point. If people are going to search, I would advise searching, like, summer 2020 as a rough guess. <laughs> uh, our search works if you just search the title of it, so you can do that, too. Um, blah, blah, blah. Maybe I'll see it as I, as I awkwardly make everyone else sick while I talk about nothing. I mean, you're the one who edits this podcast, so... Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> you're the one who decides uh-huh. how it sounds in the end. Sure is me. Uh, well, I have no idea where it is, so let's leave all that in and uh, pretend that I know how to talk. Uh, newer series, One Punch Man. Um, popular uh, popular anime, manga, etc. Uh, we may have some diverging opinions on this podcast, but we'll see. Uh, but first series here, go for it, Nakamura, again. Uh, it's the same thing as the previous volume. Uh, there's a kid named Nakamura. He has a crush on his classmates. Oh, Christ. Um, what's his name? Hirose, I think? Hirose, uh-huh. okay. Yep. Um, and he has a pet octopus. Uh, and it's basically his shenanigans um, and various things in, in another volume of it. Uh, I remember us liking the first volume, or at least me and April liking the first volume. Oh, yeah, um, I liked it, too. Okay. Uh, I totally forgot he had a pet octopus, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so did I. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think the second volume fell a little bit, a little bit more flat with me. Uh, I still liked it, but like not nearly as much as I remember liking the first volume. Uh, I think maybe it's uh, a little too wheel turny at this point, but um, I mean it's still cute. Yeah, hard to agree on all of that. Like I was, the first volume ended fairly nicely for being a one shot, and so I was ex- since this is also supposed to be a one shot, I was expecting something you know in a similar vein, you know, some sort of ending, but it really doesn't it, it just sort of spins its wheels the whole time and like i swear nakamura had like even less interactions of hirosei in this volume than he did in the first volume mm-hmm. so it, it just felt kind of pointless and i was disappointed <laughs> yeah i think i would agree with what the both of you all said like I, I i think it's the first couple chapters for me too that just didn't really hit me the same way the first volume did there's a i have the book in front of me i can't remember 
which chapter it was. There's a chapter in here that I really liked, but yeah, at least in the beginning, like it's just like mm, I don't know if we need another volume of this. Towards the end, I felt a little more, I felt a little warmer about it. But yeah, it just it. I think uh, wheel spinning is a good way to describe it, or or I feel like almost that maybe these two volumes should have just been combined together into one omnibus. I think there was such a a large gap between the first one and the second one that it just made it fall even more flat for me, I think, because I was really excited about it. Um, And it's not that it's really bad. It just didn't quite live with the first one. Yeah. So Wikipedia here says the the original volume came out May 27, 2017 in Japan. And then uh, the sequel began serialization in June 2017, but uh, a collective volume of it did not come out until August 27th, 2021 in Japan, which is, that's a large gap. I don't know how manga publishing works in Japan, like getting it into Tonkoban or whatever, but I feel like it's faster than that usually. Yeah, I can only imagine they must have been working on like multiple series or had some other reason they were taking such long gaps between chapters. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think the second, uh, at least the second half of this volume seemed to pick up a little. If there is mm-hmm. a third volume ever... Um, they like, better kiss. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> either they, they better kiss, uh, he has to come out to at least, like, these core set of characters, um, or they, yeah, they have to start dating, which implies the kissing, I would think. Uh, but they are 16, this is a manga, so who knows, maybe they just start dating and don't kiss. Um... But yeah, it seems like everyone, everyone in the like the teacher, the Hirosei, and Nakamura, um, they all are giving off gay vibes. Who knows? Yeah, Hirosei definitely seems to have a crush on the teacher who looks mm-hmm. a lot like Nakamura. <laughs> there were definitely a couple <laughs> yeah. of times when I had to keep switching back and forth, and they'd be like, "Okay, which hairstyle am I looking at?" Because it's like almost the exact same hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, I was kind of surprised. I didn't remember um, him having like. Uh, how do I want to say this? I don't remember Hirosei like, giving off any indication that he liked dudes in the first volume, but in this yeah. one, he is definitely crushing on the teacher. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm flipping through the volume now, and the first chapter is about the gym clothes, I think. And then the second one is about the the ghost stories or whatever is that the one where they get locked in the it's mm-hmm. not this it's not is it this chapter where they get locked in that room i don't know if it was this one or not yeah it just didn't pick up for me until about like three stories in and it's only one volume and it's not particularly long um i kind of had wanted to go back and reread the original volume again just to kind of refresh myself to see what the differences were because i really liked that first one. um but the art is still cute um and like helen said it it he, it was hard not to confuse Nakamura with the teacher. I, there was a few times where I had to flip back and forth, like, is it the teacher or is it him? Uh, but yeah, I kind of wish I would have liked this one a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the the second volume was just the occult thing, and then the third volume is when they got trapped in the third, okay, volume, okay. third chapter is when they got trapped in the, the gym. Uh, and Nakamura started smelling Hirose, and then the teacher was like, maybe you shouldn't smell your friends. <laughs> it got a couple laughs out of me, at least. Yeah. Uh, there was that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I made a couple of tweets about this series, and they were exclusively shit posts in the in the vein of like what I feel like Helen would do. I don't know, but he stole he stole the Hirose's gym clothes, and I'm like, oh, that's flowers of evil. And then he was like crucified on a cross, being sacrificed to summon the demon, and I'm like, is this Bible black? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think there's the chapter towards the end where he meets. 
um, I think it's like a childhood friend of Hiroshi's, and they go back and forth about how, like how much how much they know how much they do or don't know about him, and they're comparing like everything that they know. And I thought that chapter was funny. I did get a laugh out of that one. But yeah, the mm-hmm. first two fell kind of flat. So, but the covers are always so cute. Yep. Now, I didn't remember this, but Wikipedia also says this. Go for it, Nakamura. The first volume was the first BL published by Seven Seas. What? Uh, I don't believe or- that. Um, that's what uh, that's what it says here on Twitter.com. What's their source? <laughs> like, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Their source is Seven Seas Twitter account that says, Go for it, Nakamura by Seung Day. Our first official boy's love is out Tuesday. I don't trust you, Seven Seas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, that was way back in 2018, so several years ago now. But yeah, my favorite was also definitely the one where they go um, into uh, the haunted part of the school, quote-unquote. I just felt like that one just had, like, the best gags in it, especially with the girls going, we need to sacrifice you for a demon. He's like, no, I gotta go to the bookstore after school, you know? Yeah. It's priorities here. Yeah, stuff <laughs> to do. Yeah. All right, so, well, anything else on Go For It Nakamura again? Again? I still hope they have another one. I mean, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be up for revisiting the characters again. This wasn't the strongest volume, but I still, I still kind of like the characters. If, the, if a third one come out, I would still, I would still read it. Yeah, I mean, now that you're saying that, if a third one came out, I'd probably buy it just because I'm curious. But if the third one was as, as good or as mediocre as this one, I might not buy a fourth one. I think I would wait to see what the reviews were before I decided if I wanted to check out a third volume or not. Mm-hmm. Or you would have us ask you to podcast it, and then you would be like, God damn it. That is one of the things that keeps happening on this podcast. All right, so let's take a short break here, and then we're going to talk about One Punch Man. One Punch! We are back, and we're going to talk about One Punch Man. Um, this is originally a uh, webcomic by one of uh, Mob Psycho fame, um, but he's he was first of One Punch Man fame, I suppose. And the art is by uh, the art from the Jump version, which is a, a remake of the webcomic written by one, still uh, art by Yusuke Muraga, who is of um, uh, Ice Shield 21 fame. Um, and if you know me, you know that I love Ice Shield 21. I, I've not really tweeted about it much since I was reading it obsessively, but it's, that's a really good football, uh, American football manga. Um, Isn't it, like, the only American football manga? Only one that I know of, but, like, there's gotta be more, right? I mean, I was having a discussion with Justin recently about um, that guy on the Detroit Lions who was saying, like, send me your anime manga, Rex, <laughs> and this was the only football thing we could think of. Yeah. Um, but this has nothing to do with football. <laughs> right. Yeah, so One Punch Man. Uh, this main character named Saitama is this bald dude that wears a, a jumpsuit and a cape, and he's a he's a superhero. They have the class system of superheroes A through D class, I believe. Um, I don't think it goes into that in the first volume. Uh, I've not read the first volume in a while. Um, I, I am caught up on the manga and jump though. Um, but uh, Saitama, because his like skills, uh, general like uh, what you call it. 
What are words? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about here. Judgeable skills. Nope, still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, skills that you can put a letter grade onto. Um, uh. Those are relatively poor. It's written. I think there's a written exam too, randomly for superheroes. That was poor. Um, so he ends up being like a C class or a D class superhero to begin with, and just gradually goes up the rankings uh, eventually. But um, I mean, what's even the point of, ra- of ranking? It's not like a C class hero is going to be like, oh, that's an A class villain in front of me. I better run away. Or mm-hmm. is that what happens in that the is, series? That is kind of what happens. Yeah. Ah, they're so they cowards. have like god level, demon level uh, threats, and that's how they know which heroes to kind of uh, deploy. Wait, um, so are demons like worse, like easier than gods, or? I think god level is the worst, and then demon level. You were making levels. jokes about fighting god before this podcast started. I guess that was rather appropriate today. <laughs> yeah, let's see what Google says here for the threat levels. Um, Gosh, Corey, you can't even remember this own series. <laughs> <laughs> because they're absurd, so. <laughs> The disaster levels are wolf, any potential threat that poses a danger to an unknown degree, tiger, any threat to a large number of people, demon, any threat to a city and its people, dragon, any threat to multiple cities, god, a threat endangering the survival of humanity in general. This is definitely one of those points where, like, the acronyms take longer to remember than the actual things. Yep. Uh, anyway, so One Punch Man, um... Saitama is the strongest person in the world. The whole conceit of the manga is that he can kill things in one punch, and now he's really bored. Uh, and there's a comedic moment uh, somewhere pretty early on that's like, how did you get so strong? Well, I get 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and ran a 10k every day. And it's like, that's not that much. How did you get really strong? Um, but yeah, I, I really like this manga. I think it's pretty, uh, pretty peak Shonen Jump type entertainment for me. Um, reading the the book versions is actually kind of less ideal uh, because uh, especially later on there's a lot of double page spreads and you're just missing some of Yusuke Murata's art uh, by the nature of how books work versus the nature of how um, your digital manga works uh, but you know however you prefer to read uh, read the manga if you like shonen type manga um, it's just like this really really funny manga that manages to take this uh, literal one-note character who just punches things and then they die into, uh, what is it now? 25 volumes. I've read them all. I think it's like 200 chapters or something when I was looking at it on um, the Shonen Jump Vault. It's a lot of chapters. Uh, 173 according to Wikipedia, but I don't know if there's more that they're not listing. You could just go to the Viz site, you know? I don't have that tab open, Helen. Like 167 <laughs> on the app. <laughs> um, but all right, yeah, I've I've kept up with it pretty regularly. Uh, I mean, as regularly as I do with any jump thing. But uh, what do you all think? I got through 10 chapters, and if we hadn't been reading this for the podcast, it would have been even fewer. <laughs> I was just <laughs> profoundly bored by this. <laughs> I think I was having a discussion with a coworker earlier today about Edgelord like media, since they're making like a fucking Winnie the Pooh horror movie or something <laughs> this year. Yeah. And, and I was like, I just don't really go as much for Edgelord stuff. I prefer like a bit more earnestness and things. And yeah, this is not super earnest. It's kind of, oh, isn't this funny? You know, it's a superhero, but it's actually not really dramatic, et cetera, et cetera. And that just didn't do it for me. I just found it very boring. And also, like, yeah, everybody knows that the art in this looks really amazing, yada, 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 but 
with the way that uh, Shonen Jump title is paced, you don't actually spend that much time on each page. You're just sort of trying to flip through it to kind of like animate it in your mind to keep going with the action. So you don't actually even end up like really appreciating the art, or at least I didn't, because I wasn't going to stop in the middle of a fight and like stare at a page for two minutes, move on to the next page, rinse and repeat. I do find myself yeah. lingering a little bit longer on the on the art here. Uh, I mean, I'm the same way. I, I flip through pretty quickly. Um, but my app also has limitations. I'm using like an iPad 4. It's pretty old, so I can only go so fast. And... Uh, um, I remember, I don't know how many years it's been now, but I watched a few of the episodes when the anime came out and I liked it, but I hadn't gotten very far. So I hadn't even gotten to the point uh, where they talk about like the different classes. So when I first started reading the manga for the podcast, I'm like, mm, I think I like this better animated in the first few chapters. And it was like hard to connect with the characters. But the further I got into it, I, I, uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought that it was funny and the art. I didn't. I I haven't visited One Punch Man in years, so I didn't realize that the art was so. I don't know. The art is cool. I think I think it looks neat and it's, it's a cool shonen series. But uh, I, I initially didn't think I was going to care for much. I'm like, ah, oh, this is better animated because there are so many fights in the series. But I think it's cool. I didn't think. Uh, from the little bit that I knew of it, I didn't know if it had an overarching storyline or if he just like punch things every week. I mean, he does. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm actually kind of interested to see, like, what happens. Like I said, I didn't know that there was a class system for the heroes or that there was, like, a... Oh, what was it? They signed up for some kind of, like, academy or something in the beginning? Or so that he could be classed as a yeah. hero. I don't know. I thought yeah, that's that was, the thing. I had, I had fun reading it, and I think I'll probably revisit it. So it was a bit of a surprise for me. Cause I thought... I kind of put it off, so I read it today. I'm like... I think I'm gonna like this. I like the anime, but I was pleasantly surprised, so I like this. Yeah, I think the funniest thing in here, like every time it gets me, is when uh, Mar- you have Moraga's arcs. Uh, like I'm on page, I don't know, five or so of the volume one, and you have Moraga's arc on the on the left side of the page, and then you have like Saitama drawn like one would draw him, and like if you read Mob Psycho or if you've read the original one com web comic. You know that one is not uh, peak manga art, may I say. Um, so it's just like a really funny dichotomy to me whenever you see the, the two together. Yeah, and he's got like those, um, there's a lot of those zoom out panels. So I read it on an iPad. So at first I'm, I'm reading it like one page at a time. So every page fills up the screen. But then there are like a ton of like two page press. I'm like, maybe I should read this like turned the other way. So I read it that way just so I could see everything. It's pretty cool. Like they, they do a lot of interesting things with two-page spreads. But I can sort of see... I'm, a, I'm still a little surprised. But I can sort of see where Helen's coming from. If you like, if you haven't seen the anime, you just approach approach it from the manga. Like, I feel like it's a little hard to get connected to the characters in the beginning. And um, I was at least familiar with the first few chapters of the manga. But yeah, I could see if you were coming into it without ever having seen anything about it before, it might be a little difficult. Or it might be a little difficult to find it funny. I mean, I've definitely seen, like, all the best jokes on Twitter over the years, both in manga form <laughs> and animated. And I get to them, and I'm like, yeah, that was just as funny out of context. Seeing this in context <laughs> is not doing anything more for me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch, I assume you're getting to watch the anime, the way... Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, to answer an earlier question, April, there is an overarching story later on. Uh, the one, Chapter 168 just wrapped it up, and I feel like it's been going on for like literally a hundred chapters at this point, 
uh, where there's, there's it's not gonna sell Helen on this. No, no, but I, I don't think we're we're selling Helen on it at this point. Um, it's just very hard to sell me on anything, you know. I just come into this podcast with preformed opinions usually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I did genuinely want to like it. I did think I was going to like it more than this. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, poor one. Do you like Mob Psycho? Did you watch that? Did not watch Mob Psycho either. That one, yeah, yeah that one, uh, just looking at it, the humor doesn't really seem to be my sort of thing. So it's like, yeah, I'll just spend my time watching something that seems more my, my alley and not yuck other people's yum. You know, yeah. since I know a lot of people do like it. Yeah. I, I actually didn't like Mob Psycho either when I watched the anime. And I watched a couple episodes, I think, but it like, didn't click with me. Like, not nearly as much as One Punch Man, which I love. Um, but, you know, as you say. Yuck some yums. Yum some yums. No, no, you don't yuck people's yums. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Corey was not around in a certain period of um, fandom centric around, I think, Live Journal. <laughs> no, I was not. The, the idea that you do not go out in, uh, your way to tell people what you like is problematic and sucks. But, you just accept there's a difference between liking a fictional thing and liking a real thing. I think you can tell them it's problematic. Like, we tell people that Clamp is problematic all the time. Clamp has its issues, and I think anyone who reads it, um, comes to that conclusion on their own. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to call anybody problematic for enjoying some of these series. I'm just oh, going to severely question yes, yes. tastes, frankly. Yeah. People are not inherently problematic by liking problematic things, yes. Not that I would call this series problematic. I, no. I think it's a little too bland to even get to the problematic <laughs> level. Yes, we've gone on off on a tangent here. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, I think the, la- the latest arc, or the only arc, <laughs> in this manga maybe uh, like there are some mi- smaller oh, arcs man. but like the the bigger arc I think it's the last like a hunger chapters there's this character named Garo who is a hero hunter and he uh, is exactly as described he wants to hunt heroes and like the number four ranked hero or something was his master uh, I don't remember the number but yeah, there is a high ranked hero that was his master and he's like out to uh, prove to the master that he can he can do stuff and to um to, like, get revenge on the Master for kicking him out because the Master recognized that he is evil and Saitama, like, just beat him. Um, I mean, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that Saitama wins fights, or Saitama fights people. So apologies <laughs> if you if you do feel like feel like that. Uh, but it is the, truly the journey along the way. Um, I, I, it lost me a couple times in the middle of that arc just because it was so long and One Punch Man doesn't come out consistently every week. Uh, so I just kind of forgot what was going on, but by the end of it, I was like really uh, enraptured with what was what was happening, and like that's that's kind of the the peak shonen type thing that I like. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll definitely come back to it. It's on the Jump app, and it was fun. So yeah, it it I think it sucked me in enough. Helen, I don't I don't think uh, I don't think the hundred chapter arc is gonna do it mm-hmm. for you, but. <laughs> oh, so should we talk about Wano next, Helen? Uh, I refuse to read One Piece. <laughs> I know One Piece is supposed to be good, but that is just too darn long. I do not have this free time. I don't know about you guys, but nope. uh, yeah, I've read well, all. Do you of guys One have Piece. enough free time to read One Piece? Honestly, I do, I have, uh, but I I read a lot of it in college. So ah, uh, that is the explanation. College. Yeah. Yeah, um, and by this point, I have read all of One Piece because I I watched a lot of it, and then I think around Water Seven, I jumped into the manga. I think I talked about this in the One Piece podcast that I've done. Um, but yeah, that was good too. Anyway, any last thoughts here on One Punch Man? I am probably the one person out there who thinks this is boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't think you're the only person. But yeah, it's hard. Like uh, reading the manga, and I'm like, how long ago was the anime? And it says 2015. I'm like, gosh, I don't know where 
kind of went, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know the second season came out like a year or two after that, so maybe that's why it doesn't feel as long, but you didn't watch the second season. You only watched the first season, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, first season 2015, second season 2019, Gosh. so even a, even more than a couple of years. And like that was obviously a big complaint with a lot of people, so that the second season I mean, took weren't so the people long. also complaining that it didn't look as good as the manga or something? Yep. That was going to be my second point. Oh, no, the second season looked like Wolf 1, yeah, the first season didn't look as good as the manga, but it still looked pretty good, and then the second season looked even worse than the first season um so yeah ah the yeah. monkey's paw monkey paw curls <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh production is the anime anime here we go i think it yeah uh, the first season was madhouse and the second season went to jc staff i would have expected mafa to pick it up <laughs> mm-hmm. if it's like switching studio since that's what they do these days yeah so august 2022 it was announced that it would receive a third season that's this month um so, go with Mob, I guess. Yep. I guess Mob Psycho is pushing up that one popularity. I hope I hope that one is at least making a lot of money off of his popular manga. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's how it works, but I can at least hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Oga makes a lot of money. Uh, I think that's a lot from merchandising, and there, there must be some merchandising for Mob Psycho and One Punch Man. I think we've established, however, that One Piece is an anomaly. Like, yeah. this uh, 1,000 yeah, I mean, like, huge. Yeah. So, um... But yeah, uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, we'll talk about manga again in three weeks. Until then, where can we find you all on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mondiarin. I still uh, I still read manga and occasionally find uh, new ones that I like. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wandering Dreamer. You can you are free to come over here and tell me that I'm wrong about manga, but uh, like uh, <laughs> April and Corey, you are unlikely to change my mind. <laughs> you are also welcome to suggest manga you think I should try out. That one you're going to have much more luck doing. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Compassionate K. You can find this podcast on Twitter at Mongaing Your Ears, and you can find all of our episodes over at TaikuPodcast.com. It's T A I I K U, and that's uh, it. We're done. We're never talking about manga again. Never? <laughs> <laughs>